0: Welcome to the Wisdom School, a podcast by the Perennial Leader Project. Here, you'll find selected readings from ancient texts, clips from the In Search of Wisdom podcast, and meditations on the art of living. To learn more and subscribe to our daily newsletter, visit perennial.substack.com
1: Let me repeat then the clear indication of virtue to which a mind of like character is naturally attracted is the beginning of friendship When that is the case the rise of affection is a necessity For what can be more irrational than to take delight in many objects incapable of response such as office fame splendid buildings and personal decoration and yet to take little or none in a sentient being endowed with virtue, which has the faculty of loving more, if I may use the expression, loving back. For nothing is really more delightful than a return of affection, and the mutual interchange of kind feeling and good offices. And if we add, as we may fairly do, that nothing so powerfully attracts and draws one thing to itself as likeness does to friendship, It will at once be admitted to be true that the good love the good and attach them to themselves as though they were united by blood and nature. For nothing can be more eager, or rather greedy, for what is like itself than nature. We may look upon this as an established fact that between good men there is, as it were of necessity, a kindly feeling, which is the source of friendship ordained by nature, but this same kindliness affects the many also. For that is no unsympathetic or selfish or exclusive virtue, which protects even whole nations and consults their best interests. And that certainly it would not have done had it disdained all affection for the common herd. Again, the believers in the interest theory appear to me to destroy the most attractive link in the chain of friendship, for it is not so much what one gets by a friend that gives one pleasure as the warmth of his feeling and we only care for a friend's service if it has been prompted by affection. And so far from its being true that lack of means is a motive for seeking friendship, it is usually those who being most richly endowed with wealth and means, and above all with virtue, which, after all, is a man's best support, are least in need of another, that are most open-handed and beneficent. Indeed, I am inclined to think that friends ought at times to be in want of something, For instance, what scope would my affections have had if Scipio had never wanted my advice or cooperation at home or abroad? It is not friendship, then, that follows material advantage, but material advantage friendship. We must not therefore listen to these superfine gentlemen when they talk of friendship, which they know neither in theory nor in practice. For who, in heaven's name, would choose a life of the greatest wealth, and abundance on condition of neither loving or being beloved by any creature. That is the sort of life tyrants endure. They, of course, can count on no fidelity, no affection, no security for the goodwill of any one.
0: Thank you for listening to this selected reading on the art of living. For more tools to help you live your highest good, consider reflecting, contemplating, or journaling on what you've heard. Until next time, be wise and be well.